Whether you're just dipping your toe into the creative world or looking to take your creative business to the next level, I want to help you become more confidently creative. Enjoy the show. Today, we are going to talk about a TV show called The Drop and why The Drop could be the most important show on TV right now for all live entertainment professionals and creatives. So what is The Drop about? Well, The Drop features a group of UK streetwear designers who every week have to respond to a specific creative challenge. The one who does the best is that week's winner, and the person judged to have been furthest away from the brief is eliminated. So far, it's kind of Great British Bake Off with an urban vibe. But what makes it different, what makes it vital, and what makes it crucially important viewing for all of us in creative live entertainment is what we are going to discuss today. First off, where can you find this massively, in my humble opinion, massively underrated show? Well, you'll find The Drop, which is presented by Clara Ampho and R&B superstar Miguel, tucked away on the BBC iPlayer. The premise is a simple one. Find Britain's top new streetwear designer with the winner seeing their creations featuring in designer emporium flannels. The drop in the title refers to the moment when a new streetwear item is released or dropped. And this concept of new items dropping is a key driver in the creative direction and structure of the show. But as I said, the drop is so much more than a kind of bake-off, sewing bee, glow-up derivative for several reasons. And it could be a massive help to any creative business or entrepreneur that wants to develop. Here are some of the reasons why I think you should binge watch the drop, take notes and think about how to apply its lessons to what you do. First off, the show sets up its cool street credentials by placing itself in a series of light industrial retail units in Manchester. This gives the show a sense of realness and the right balance of creativity and graft and is key for the show's own brand. Streetwear is for young, discerning customers. There are professional judges who are big in streetwear or music, including Ella Eyre, Hedy Wan, Asim Chowdhury and, and Mahalia, who assess how each design looks and feels to them. However, it is then the public, the actual purchasing public, who assess the items. We see lines of local Manchester youth outside the units where the work is done, and then we get to eavesdrop on their decision-making process. We listen in to their responses, what they think and how the pieces speak to them. And this is important to us because what happens in streetwear today influences the rest of culture tomorrow. So how these consumers make decisions is great insight for all of us as we future plan. But there's also here one of the key parts of the show. We hear how these potential customers feel about the creatives brands and what the brands are saying. With each creation, the competitors have to demonstrate their brand. They have to demonstrate their values and demonstrate what they are about. Then, when each piece is made, the creatives have to display it in a way that will attract customers. They have to show off the piece, but also provide insight into their brand. And we can learn so much from this. Looking at what we create, what we present, what we sell, and then assessing if it really does communicate our brand. Which obviously also leads us to the question about whether we have a brand for what we do. Do we have something identifiable that says us? Is there something that informs what we do, but also informs an audience about what we do? This is not to say that there has to be a message, 
but today's consumers want to understand the story and values behind what they are experiencing. Why is this? Well, I think it's because if they're paying to experience your brand, they want to ensure that they're comfortable displaying that and being part of your values too. Let me explain with a really good example from the show. So there's a great designer called Missy, and Missy owns the Misemi brand. The clothes in the Misemi brand range show the phrase, they love our culture, but they don't love us. And we see many of the young people who check out the Misemi items picking up on this phrase. They totally get the cultural appropriation sentiment and the fact that it was coming from a woman of color's perspective. And this made the brand more attractive to them. I mean, I should say also the clothes were amazing. And this is important because the brand and its values are important to today's young consumers. And today's young consumers will be tomorrow's mums and dads. But they're also important to anyone who you want to sell your product to. Because your brand and its values tell your clients, your customers and your audience who you are. I hope you're enjoying this edition of Confidently Creative. I would love you to subscribe and join our creative community. And please do get in touch to share any feedback you may have, or just let me know if you need any specific support. My objective is to help you become more confidently creative. Now let's get back to the show. Along with branding, the creatives in the drop have to demonstrate that they're using their creativity at the point of sale, that they're literally creating an experience for potential customers. It's often said that creatives are not great salespeople, and this can be because we're emotionally attached to our work and it's difficult to talk about it dispassionately. Often, what do we do? We get a website up, we post on Instagram. If you want to go really old school, we print some flyers. But is that really the limit of our creativity? This is what we should ask ourselves. And I think it's really important that we look at this part of the sales and promotional journey to discover where we can apply even more creativity in order to show who we are and to really stand out. So let's recap. Well, understanding and being able to articulate verbally and visually what your brand is about will enable you to gain clarity about your work. This clarity is what will support your creative and commercial development. Once you establish what your brand of creativity is and there is no wrong or right answer, it will guide your journey. This clarity will help you to develop creative concepts that make sense, creative concepts that you're passionate about, and it will also demonstrate that you have clear values. More importantly, once you have this clarity about what your brand is and what it means, you will make it easier for clients, customers, and audience members to find you. It will define your audience and add value to your proposition. Having clarity about your brand will enable you to own a creative space and to focus your energy in a space that means something important to you. Along this journey, you will also discover more about yourself as a creative and how important clarity and honesty are in a creative business. We all need to be clear about the creative work that we do because this work demonstrates who we are, demonstrates what our brand is, and demonstrates what our values are. Once all these things are clear, our audience will find us. And I really believe that we should all have values that inform our work and we all need to do some work on ourselves to consider what these are.
Thank you for listening to Confidently Creative with me, Jason Ward. I would love you to subscribe. And please don't forget to send me your feedback and let me know if you would like personalized support with your creative business. You can follow me on Instagram at Jason Ward Creative, where you'll find tips and creative inspiration. Once again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time on Confidently Creative.